Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, we've made it. It's Friday. <laughs> oh, it's Friday. We made it. This is Small Business Mornings. I'm on the air. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. This is the daily morning show exclusively for small business owners to catch up on the news, connect with your coworkers, especially if you don't have them. That's why we do the show. On today's show, fake news. We're going to talk about Trump, but it has nothing to do with politics because that's the story of the day. The worst business idea I've ever heard. The worst business idea I've ever heard. We're going to share that. And our meme of the day is so awesome. You know how when you go to buy anything anywhere anymore, you can't just stick your card in the thing and walk out. You're like having a relationship with the card reader. It's an ongoing thing that happens. Our meme of the day is definitely going to address that, which is really, really funny. Plus, it's Friday. So on Friday, we celebrate our wins. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. On Friday, we celebrate our wins. That's just what we do around here. So if you're with us, say good morning in the chat. Will you? We would love to know that you're there because the algorithm overlords that control my self-esteem uh, will make me feel better when you say hi, howdy, and hi, howdy to Patty and Teresa. Thank you for tuning in. Yesterday in the news, there was a complete and utter newsgasm. Newsgasm. News everywhere. You would have thought that we had invaded Iraq again. New. No newsgasm. And it's what we've all been waiting for, meaning the country has been like, is Donald Trump going to get arrested? Is he going to go in and get his mugshot? Well, that happened yesterday. He surrendered at a Fulton County jail. He's uh, charged with 13 felony counts related to an alleged scheme to overturn the results of the presidential election. You know all of this. Full-on news event. I expected Wolf Blitzer in the battle helmet with the green night vision camera huddling in the corner. Like I expected that kind of news coverage to happen at any moment. Now we all knew this was coming, but everyone was waiting for one thing, one thing. Now he was booked and released on a $200,000 bond and he wasn't arraigned, meaning he didn't stand in front of a judge to plead not guilty. That'll happen the week of September 5th. But the internet broke because we were all waiting for one thing. There was one thing the world wanted to see, and it was this. Have you ever in your life ever seen anyone look that mad? Look at how mad he is. That is the height of passivity. On the passivity scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is, ah, I broke my pencil lead. 
And 10 is, oh, darn it, I got a speeding ticket curse word. That, that passivity level that you see in that picture, that is a 39. That is the ultimate in passivity right there. Turns out he was only in there for 30 minutes, in, out, took the picture, kind of like, you know, school registration or something. But that's not what I want to talk about. All of this and the fake news portion of this has nothing to do with everything I've just reported. The fake news portion of what happened yesterday is that Trump signed in and said he was 6'3", but he said he was 215 in weight. Fake news. Trust me. I'm 6'4", and I'm 230 on a good day. And I'm not the, you know, I'm not the biggest dude on the planet. I'm 230. On no planet is he 215. Come on, bro. Fake news. Now, nobody knows what's going to happen. And this is not a political story, but that is the story of the day for sure. And now what you can't see here in my studio, I have monitors over here. And that picture is staring at me. (laughs) <laughs> like like the bully's going to get me or something bad is going to happen. Quit looking at me that way. <laughs> I'm even going to change the picture off of that because I just, I can't stand having someone that angry look at me. Unbelievable. And yeah, 215, that's not a thing. Good morning, Teresa. Great to see you. Okay, so let's go on with something else. We have a related story. The worst business idea I have ever heard. Worst business idea of all time in the history of business ideas. I don't care what idea you come up with today for your business. It will not be as bad as this one. It just won't be. This is a nightmare in real time, and I hope you're never subjected to it. When you go to the airport, it can be a little uncomfortable. Air travel in general can be a little uncomfortable. And if you sat around in a think tank and thought, huh, How can we make this exponentially worse? What can we do to make air travel absolute hell? Hmm. Because that's what it seems like this company did. In fact, if we were to idea slam right now, how could we make air travel exponentially worse? What would we do? Well, Korean Air is going to do it. The news story this morning, and you're you're not going to believe this. It's like the engineers or scientists or whomever at an airline came to the executives and said, hey, we have a problem. We need to do this. And then they said, yeah, okay, that's fine. We'll do that. And they didn't think through what it means. (laughs) This is so bad. You're going to die. Rhonda, good morning. You're going to die. So the nerds or whoever makes these decisions at an airline, they're concerned For safety, which thank you. Thank you for being concerned for safety. They're concerned about overloading their jets. You need to be concerned about that kind of stuff because if a jet is too heavy, well, you know, it will cost more jet fuel. That's what they're really concerned about. If the jet is too heavy, it'll cost too much to run. And there might be some safety implications, of course, as well. But wait for it. This is the worst business decision of all time. Like, how could you make it worse? 
Listen to what they're going to do. They're worried about overloading their jets. So what are they going to do? They're going to weigh their passengers. Oh, no. 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 Could you imagine? Let's walk through air travel. The night before, you're packing. Do we have the thing? Oh, I don't have a travel toothpaste. And oh, what's the weather going to be like? And we got to bring extra of this. Oh, everything doesn't fit. Oh, we got to do the thing. You sleep like crap the night before because you got to get up early in the morning. You're driving to the airport. People are cutting you off. Then you got to park way out in the thing and it's raining and you got to take the shuttle bus. And then you got to go through security. Oh my God, I don't have any. You got stuff in your pockets. You got to go back through the beep. You're headed to the gate. Everyone's standing around thinking that they're going to get to where they're going sooner if they cut you off in line. And you're just, you know that feeling right before you get on a plane and right before you get on a plane and right before you get on a plane, instead of scanning the ticket that never works coming off of your phone, they're going to say, oh, sir, could you please Step on the scale. (laughs) How awful would that be? Now, I can see the whole physics, reason, and science, and yes, yes, keep us safe. Yes, but I know that I'm a tub of lard. I know that. But it's going to get confirmed. You step up, you step on the scale. And is there going to be some sort of buzzer? Uh-oh, what happened? And then the flight attendants like talking into their radio. Uh, yeah, um, Tubelard Gate 24. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll hold him here. Oh, yeah, he's got pork rinds. He's fine. Yeah, well, yeah, just come on when you want. Uh, sir, you're going to have to step to the side. You're too fat for this ride. Like my nightmare, my living nightmare would come to fruition. And here's the thing. This is the worst part. You know how air travel goes. When there's a change like this, one airline makes it, they take all the heat, and then every airline makes that change. We thought airline travel could not get worse. Ho-ho! Innovation! We're wrong. We are wrong. Could you imagine? Yes, Teresa, a big flashing number. Like, could you imagine everyone's huddled around the gate because they're just waiting for everyone to go through, right? Your kids don't need extra assistance down the jetway, you cheater. Like, we're all doing that. But there's a big, like, Price is Right game show board over the entrance to the gate. Boom, 231. Boom, 164. You know, you I could gamble on it. That'd be really fun on the flight to Vegas, actually. I bet that one's, I bet that one's, that one right there. Oh, I'm taking the over 175 for sure. Boom, 189. Yes. You owe me 10 bucks, dad. Like I could absolutely see doing that, which is awful because I'm an awful person. But if that change comes, I will be on a train for the rest of my life. Right. And you're right, Stephanie. If someone goes through with this, it's total fat shaming. But science, like, 
You know what I mean? Like, what if this has to happen? Good morning, Barbara. Great to see you. And good morning, Stephanie, too. And yes, Lisa, I would not use that airline. Could you imagine the bad press if that happened? Worst business decision of all time, but we know how airlines go. If one changes it, it may come to more. Welcome, by the way, if you're just joining us, this is Small Business Mornings. It's a daily conversation of business stuff and procrastination and a community meeting for all of us to drink our coffee and get ready to charge up the small business hill. I have another business story to share with you before, Mitch, good to see you, before we go to our question of the day, and which is celebrating our wins, and a very funny, funny meme of the day. We'll get to that in a minute. But I have legit business news. This is legit business news. If you've been a viewer of the show since we started it, a few weeks back, I took some shots at Subway, the restaurant chain. And you might remember that I claimed that no one has ever voluntarily gone to Subway on purpose. You just end up at Subway. I even argued that their slogan should be, settle for Subway. Subway has been sold, and it's been sold to the just perfect company. A company that will ensure their mediocrity continues. That in no world will we change the DNA of what makes Subway, Subway. Our commitment to averageness will carry on now and into the future where no customer will come with excitement and no expectation will be exceeded. Where meatish products and pre-cut vegetables will remain exactly curated to their 43% flavor profile. Subway will not change. Don't you worry. Subway was sold to Rourke Capital. And before I tell you the other restaurants in the Rourke Capital portfolio, do you want to have your lunch made by a company with capital in their name? I mean, it pretty much says everything, doesn't it? I mean, their commitment is to units and tables, not yeast and tomatoes. Anyway, Rourke Capital now owns Subway. And they also own Auntie Anne's, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Arby's, the holy trinity of meh cuisine. It sounds like a new travel show. I'm Guy Fieri. I'm hopping in the convertible and scouring the nation for the blandest, flavorless, and completely believable meals across America. Welcome to meh. It's fine. Now, I fib a little bit because I will crush Buffalo Wild Wings from time to time. But... Anyone that enjoys wings knows that it's just like, eh, wings. It's not Tompkins or a real wings joint. If you know, you know. But congratulations, Subway. You did find a new owner. So uh, that is the legit business news. Okay, one more piece of news that relates to the budget of your customers. Now, this is not snarky. This is a real fact piece of news. See, we can do snarky and we actually do some real news. And Barbara, if your son enjoys Subway... He's the first one I've ever heard of that actually chooses Subway. Good for him and good for anybody. I don't care if you enjoy Subway. It just seems like a meh kind of place. Okay, real business news. Real news. I've been talking quite a bit about the prices of cars because there's something huge that's going on. And I think it's starting to affect the monthly budgets of your customers. Used and new car prices are just going to the moon and that means that our monthly budgets are changing big time. 
And the average car payment, this is the news, the average car payment in the U.S. is now getting close to $1,000 a month. That's real money. That is real money. I mean, $500 is real money. But if the average car payment is getting to $1,000 a month, that is significant. So when you're thinking about selling a product directly to consumer, I just want to make sure that we are all aware of the kitchen table budgeting that's happening and how it is actually changing. I mean, if you're spending right now an extra $200 a month on your groceries, you can make some choices like, you know what? I'd like to do steaks, but let's do hamburger. Or I'd like to get that brand, but let's get this brand. That sort of thing. But when you get into a $1,000 a month car payment, that does not change. That does not change. It doesn't go down if you drive the car less or more. Not to mention insurance. And Barbara asked a great question. What kind of cars are costing that much? Well, we reported the other day that the average new car sold in America is $48,000, one. And two, this morning's news story said that it's trucks. A lot of people buying trucks and SUVs are starting to drive this average above the $1,000 a month threshold. It is uh, tough to shake a payment that high for sure. But that is truly remarkable. $1,000 a month. Unbelievable. Okay, let's get to our meme of the day because the meme of the day is great. And this is fantastic. So now I've lost the chat, which is unfortunate, but we'll do what we can here. I'm going to turn off the chat overlay because it's broken on my screen. You know, we'll turn it back on, whatever. All right, cool. Let's do our meme of the day. And this is great. I've never done a video as our meme of the day, but I'm going to do a video because I think it's spectacular. Here's what I need from you. One person, anyone. When the video starts, just put in the chat, yes, I can hear it. Okay, because I'm going to have problems if we don't. But this video is for you. If you go buy anything from anywhere and try and pay with a card. So I'm going to turn off the chat so it's full screen. All right. Are you ready? Because this is this is really great. Give me a thumbs up or a comment in the chat that you can hear it. Would you do that? All right. Here we go. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Just follow the prompts on the card reader. Okay. Would you like to donate a dollar to save a dog? No. Yes. Double negative. Wouldn't. No. Yes. Yes. No. No. Um, I think that your machine is... Me- <laughs> got it. I got it. I was just trying to pay for... Yes. Is that not the truth? That is so the truth. Oh my God. <laughs> that is how it is to check out everywhere, anytime. 
it's like you can't just buy something. Like, no, you can't just buy something. Wasn't that great? I saw that on Twitter last night, and I'm like, can I actually, can I do that? Can I share a video? I'm like, you know what? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. How about that? <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, let's do this. We got to get our um, question of the day coming up in a minute. So I want you to start firing up the neurons here because I'm going to ask you to do something. We're going to reflect on our wins of the week. So think about your wins of the week because I want you to share that in the comments here in a little bit. But before we do that, let's do our accountability at scale. Do the freaking thing. All right. So to do the freaking thing, what we need to do is think about what needs to get done today. What needs to get done today? There's something on your to-do list that must get done. And when you get it done, you'll feel like today was successful. So I want you to take a minute, write it down, and don't put it out to the universe. Put it out to Pat. And if you were with us yesterday, you can report back in the chat that you actually did the freaking thing. And it's a way that you can spike the football and know that you have done something great to move your business forward. For me, yesterday, I had one big job. I had one big job. My one big job was to work with a small group mastermind. And look at these lovelies. Isn't that awesome? Stephanie and Tanya, Rhonda. Sue, the LinkedIn lady, as I broadcast live on LinkedIn, the LinkedIn lady was in the room, so I felt a little bit of pressure. But we did a small group mastermind yesterday, and the four of them absolutely killed it. So yesterday, that was my do the freaking thing, was to show up for the four of them and do my best to give them what they needed so they could grow their business. So I was idea coaching the crap out of it yesterday, in addition to doing the show and all the other stuff that we do. But it was really fun to see all of them and help them build their business. It's one of those things that we're doing now every single month where we bring people together and we brainstorm. And I really appreciate the four of them showing up. So that's what it was yesterday. Today, I get to do all of the stuff I've been putting off. Wee. There's a long list of stuff that I've been putting off while I come on the air here and goof around with you. Today is the day of reckoning where the to-do list looks like Santa's Christmas list rolling down the steps. That's what my to-do list looks like today. And Stephanie, I'm glad you enjoyed it. All caps, great. Woo. It was really great to see you, and, and thanks for coming. And I can't wait to you uh, until you send me a sticker. You'll hear more about that from Stephanie in a minute, but we came up with a fun idea for Stephanie. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. All right, so we've got uh, Sarah. Uh, wait, let's see. Barbara, stay motivated when the entire rest of the world is still at the shore the truth, right? It's like that SpongeBob meme where he's looking through the blinds and our, our, our Squidward's looking through the blinds and Patrick and SpongeBob are running around all fun. You got to sit there and do the stupid job. hundred percent. And let's see, what does Sarah need to do? I need to reach out to five or more speaking leads. Do it today. And then this weekend you can drift off and do what you must to enjoy yourself. All right, it's uh, that time of the week where we do our question of the day. Our question of the day on a Friday is always, what were your wins this week? So we do this scientifically because we want to make sure that we are focusing on the good stuff that happens in the business. I don't care who you are. You could be Jeff Bezos. Jeff Be Bezos is sitting down today, right now, frustrated about something. 
there's something in Jeff Bezos's to-do list that annoys him that hasn't gotten done. There's a problem. Even for Jeff Bezos, that has clearly solved capitalism. So if Jeff Bezos would worry just about that, he wouldn't be able to enjoy his gazillions of dollars. So when we run a small business, there's always going to be a problem. Always. But one time a week, we take our foot off the gas and we look back and we think, you know what? We're doing all right around here. You know what? I'm actually not a complete moron. That's what this segment is for. Now, inside the Idea Collective, we do a whole show on this. We bring the community together for what we call the Friday finish line. So Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock, uh, beverages are encouraged, HR has left the building, and we go around Zoom window to Zoom window, and we laugh and joke with one another and celebrate our wins of the week. We do that every Friday at 4 o'clock. But this is the opportunity for the folks with the Small Business Mornings show to do the same. Mitch, are you sure that's a win? I saw Andy freaking wines in real life. Are you sure that's a win? Maybe that's a thing that happened, but is that a win? I'm teasing, of course. Andy's my guy. Absolutely. And Stephanie's calling her win the Idea Collective experience. Heck yeah. Thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate that. Teresa's win of the week. I had my first call with my new online business manager and brain dumped my dream for my business so we can start working on it together. And now you've got a conspirator. Now you've got someone running next to you. That is incredible, Teresa. Barbara, I run a community texting program for my local business community that had an event this week, ran into someone who had just moved to town, subscribed to our Insiders Text program, and said she wouldn't have known about the event had she not gotten the text, I assume. Doesn't that feel good? We got wins from Sarah. I crushed my recording day in Wendy's speaking boot camp yesterday. My family got Packers tickets, boo, for tomorrow's game, yay. And people talked about me in rooms I wasn't in. Isn't that cool? Don't you love that? One of your friends sends you a message. Are your ears burning? Those are the best. Absolutely the best. Congratulations, Sarah. Very, very cool. So that's the spirit of sharing our wins on a Friday. If you're watching the show on a replay, I encourage you, seriously, hit pause, lean back, coffee or whatever, and think, what is going good? What, what am I doing right and you may think that that is not important. <laughs> no, no, super important. If you don't stop to think about what you're doing well, this will consume you. Building a small business is lonely and hard. And if you don't stop and celebrate your wins, you'll burn out. You just will. This seems flipped. This seems unimportant. It is absolutely important. You have to do it, and it's something I deeply believe in. Uh, my wins of the week, real quick. Yes, we did the Idea Coach experience yesterday, which was super awesome. And yesterday, I got to go back on the radio. Steve Scafidi and Sandy Max from WTMJ in Milwaukee invited me on to do a short segment on small business, uh, and we did it, and I thought it went well, and they texted me later and said, hey, we're going to have you on a lot more often. Winning. Winning. Megan Schwan in the house, got my videos done and posted, got more registrations for our five-day challenge starting next week. Yeah. Share the link in the chat so everyone knows how they can learn from you. Megan, 
because that's uh, going to be a great program. All right, so do this on your own time. Reflect on your wins of the week, or if you're in the Idea Collective community, we'll see you at 4 o'clock Central for the Friday finish line. Let's get into our announcements, and then we are going to go do other things with our life and take on our day. The Idea Slamathon is coming up next week. We are going to raise money for the Islands of Brilliance by doing a marathon idea slam. We're going to do 15-minute segments, and when that one's done, the next person comes on. And we are going to continue to idea slam until one, I drop, or two, the donations stop. You want to support it? What we need to get going next Wednesday is we need to fill up the times that we have available. We've got four or five times that are outlined right now. And I really want to know that we got the first hour or two lined up before we step off. That way we'll know who's supposed to be on when and we'll get this ball rolling. Because of my experience of doing things like this, when you get into an idea slamathon like this or when you get into a marathon of anything, it always goes differently than you expect and it usually goes way longer than you anticipate. So I'm going to be like carbo loading the night before. I'm going to have like my liquid IV water right over here. We're going to call in smart people from the Idea Collective like you to make sure that you tune in and help us brainstorm in the chat. Because I anticipate by hour two, maybe, or hour three, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be going on screensaver mode in my head. Like we're going to come up with some great stuff, but boy, this is going to be a real challenge. And it ends up being a great big fundraiser for the Islands of Brilliance, which is the charity that matters. I really enjoy that charity. So if you want to be a part of something big, dumb, and fun, and what else should we be doing in life than big, dumb, fun things, join us next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central. That's when we start the show. And if you would be kind enough to pick up one of these donation slots, we can brainstorm on behalf of your business. Stephanie Kern was with us yesterday where we did brainstorming on behalf of her business and came up with some great stuff. So I know we can come up with something to help your business grow or we can solve a problem that you're facing and we will do it for charity and it will be the Idea Slamathon, which is just fun to say. It's the Idea Slamathon next Wednesday starting at 9. The other thing that we are doing, if you're enjoying the show and you're thinking, hey, you know, what's this idea collective thing all about? We're doing a meetup of viewers of Small Business Mornings next uh, September 13th. September 13th. We're going to bring people together and we're going to get to know your business a little bit. We'll talk, we'll meet, you'll meet some folks from the community, and we'll do an idea slam on your behalf. You don't have to pay for this. This is totally free. We just want to meet you and your business. So if you're having fun watching the show and you're thinking, wow, those people seem to be having way more fun and they're growing way faster than I am, maybe they're on to something. Spoiler, we are. You can join us on September 13th for the uh, Backstage Brainstorm event where we'll get to know one another and you can see what this idea collective thing is all about. But to wrap up today's show, here's what you need to know. If you're trying to build your small business, you're not creating a job for yourself. You're trying to make your dream come true. Myself, the folks in the Idea Collective, we agree with that sentiment and we believe that we want you to win. We put collaboration over competition 
and we decide to inject a little bit of fun into this impossible thing that we're trying to make come true. And this show, while it's goofy, I know it's goofy, and yes, I'm telling jokes and having fun, but I will absolutely go to war for anyone that wants to make their small business come true. It's why I'm on the planet. And I'm doing this show so I get a chance to meet you. So I hope you're enjoying it because, boy, am I enjoying it. I don't know if I've ever had more fun. So thanks for tuning in. Now get your stuff done today and get off to a weekend full of the reasons why you work so hard. The people that you love, the things that you love to do, go live your life and have a great weekend. I'll see you back here Monday morning at 9 a.m. for Small Business Mornings. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Thanks for tuning in and playing with me today. We'll see you on Monday.